Happy fraternal greetings and good wishes to all the brothers and the sisters. We have touched upon a few concepts relating to Gemini. Since we are in the last degrees of Gemini, with the sun transiting around 27 degrees, <coughs> in the next three days, he is already into a constellation. He is already into a constellation which is called Punarvasu. I want to make this particular constellation familiar to you. That's why at every solstice I speak of Punarvasu. <coughs> Incidentally, it is the constellation through which Rama has come. The incarnation, the, the avatar Rama has come through Punarvasu, meaning to stay once again with us. And every year the Punar, this constellation, sun transits. It's around 26 degrees of Gemini to 10 degrees of Cancer. In those degrees when sun transits, there is the revisit of the Master in us as he enters 
through the zero degrees of Aries, travels through Taurus and comes up to Gemini and eventually finds his settlement in the heart during the solstice hours and that is what we have to celebrate. Anyway, it was very fast, therefore. <coughs> so that's how we, the whole thing has started by itself in the morning, speaking about transit of sun through Gemini and then its entry into the full moon hours followed by the solstice. That's our... the energies that we relate to and experience during these three, four days. As students of occultism, we are supposed to relate to these transits. The transits of sun, this is transits of moon, and then the transits, especially the phases of moon. We are in the thirteenth moon phase, ascending moon phase. Thirteenth ascending moon phase in the month, in the, on a Saturday. Thirteenth ascending moon phase on a Saturday is a speciality from the standpoint of spiritual astrology. Not always thirteenth moon phase happens on Saturday. When it happens, it's of great consequence. It enables establishment of energies that which you seek on this day. Saturn is called Shani in Sanskrit. Thirteenth moon phase is called Trayodashi. That's how in India people get into deeper practices of wisdom during Shani Trayodashi, meaning when Saturday happens to be on a thirteenth moon phase. We are in that state. So that's how we need to make an observation of the angles that the sun and moon make and the place of the sun in the in, in its transit. The placement of moon is equally important. The placement of moon brings the related energies of that sun sign. We started the seminar yesterday evening and moon is in Scorpio. Now he moves into Sagittarius. So these transits have to be consciously observed. With this theme in the morning we started. But then Gemini has overtaken us. Because essentially these are Gemini energies with sun passing through the last phase of Gemini. And this last phase of Gemini, which culminates into a solstice, are of great consequence for discipleship. Great consequence. 
that is why every time we made sure that we meet for the solstice a day or two or three before and conclude by solstice or by the day after solstice so in that context we landed into gemini and then the friendliness of gemini because gemini represents the one as two the one as two in us is i am and he is the personality of i am we and our nature and the message of gemini is to ensure that we have a friendly nature within us that's what is expressed by master cvv have a friend in you and be friendly to others when you have your nature a very friendly nature it enables it it emits energies of friendliness to the surroundings then people don't run away from us and the contrary they would like to be around you it is only through friendliness you can retain any being around you through friendliness the seers have retained snakes around them tigers around them eagles around them we have stories no how could it happen they have such a friendly nature that a snake does not feel that we would hurt him so it remains in friendliness the bird stays in friendliness the snake for example pythagoras always had a white eagle all visiting him from time to time and a white swan also visiting him from time to time and master mohya has a tiger always walking side by side with him and we know in the story of buddha how he could transform a ferocious elephant into a friendly one likewise there are stories for example if you see shiva he holds so many snakes on his body as as jewelry there is he has a a necklace and he has small snakes around the muscles of the upper arm muscles of the lower arm all around snakes around we cannot imagine because we don't have such nature <coughs> so the message of germany is establishing friendliness with one's own nature to start with do we have a nature which is friendly or not is decided by the attraction of beings towards you or repulsion on account of you if people frequently run away from us it means there is something in us which is not friendly there something is not friendly in us people run away from us that's why we conceived the story of the, the system of marriage where we bind try to bind each other but even that bondage would be broken when things are not friendly 
isn't it? It's only through friendliness the whole creation is held. And it generates love, it generates joy. So that is what is important, that you treat your nature with friendliness. You and your nature coexist in you. And it's your nature only. So you cannot run away from it. Even if you go to candlestick, your nature comes with you. Isn't it? Or we go to Himalayas, or to Mont Blanc, or Matraharu, still nature comes with you. So you can't avoid your nature, why can't you befriend it? That's the theme of Gemini. It is from that standpoint, the hierarchy is working out this, this uh, path of discipleship, which is headed by the wild teacher, Maitreya, meaning an embodiment of friendliness. Mitra means friend. So therefore, he is the global friend. And Master CVV, he has set up a yoga which is called a yoga school friends society, isn't it? He did not speak such a beaten words as discipleship, yoga practice. These are all very much beaten. He used a new word, eh? yoga school friends. They are all friends in the school of yoga. And yoga is realized eh, only when there is friendliness. And yoga is nothing but union between you and your nature and union between you and the one who is your base, the, the Father in the heaven. That's how I explained in the morning. We are three in one. The Master is with us, presiding over us. He is the Master of the universe. He is called the Lord. He is called Ishvara. He is up there. And through a solar ear, he descends into us and ascends through the cerebrospinal column, which I have spoken of yesterday. Occultism is all about experiencing the beauty of the creation within the cerebrospinal column. That's all occultism is about. So you should know, or we should remember, not that you don't know, we should remember the, the, the wisdom for its right application, not for its theoretical understanding. So when Gemini, when the sun transited Aries, Taurus, and came into Gemini, what does it mean? He is coming closer to the heart center where you are expected to be. So this friendliness also demands absence of dominance. Absence of dominance. That you cannot dominate your nature. In that case, your nature also dominates you. The whole fight of an aspirant or a neophyte is he tries to dominate his nature and his nature dominates him. It's a continuous game. It's a great war which can never come to an end. That's why I said wars are not solution to humanity. War is between 
టూ పర్సన్స్ హు ఆర్ సీమింగ్లీ ఆపోజిట్ టూ గ్రూప్స్ విచ్ ఆర్ సీమింగ్లీ ఆపోజిట్ బట్ ది ఆపోజిట్ షుడ్ బి సీన్ యాజ్ కాంప్లిమెంటరీ ఇఫ్ వీ డోంట్ లైక్ సమన్ ఇట్ మీన్స్ దెర్ ఈస్ సమ్ అదర్ థింగ్ ఇన్ హిమ్ విచ్ యూ హ్యావ్ టు రియలైజ్ ఇన్ యూ ది డైమెన్షన్ విచ్ ఈజ్ ఇన్ ది అదర్ ఇఫ్ యూ రియలైజ్ హీ టెన్స్ టు బి యువర్ బ్రదర్ ఇఫ్ యూ డూ నాట్ విష్ టు రియలైజ్ ది డైమెన్షన్ విచ్ ఎగ్జిస్ట్ ఇన్ ది అదర్ to that extent you are deficient and therefore he ceases to be your friend he or she runs away from you when he or she does not find the needed agreement with you so in all the situation we only see our nature that is the problem and we in so far as we stand in continuous connection with the master in us he enables us to relate well to the nature in us because the nature also emerges from the master master is the source for the souls master is also the source for the entire nature he is the universal master that master is available to us in our sahasrara contemplations in the head center that is either it agnya or the sahasrara is to enable influx or inflow of energy of the universal master into us who is omniscient omnipotent omnipresent when that happens you are you are better able to handle the nature and the nature also cooperates more and more with you as you tend to be more and more bridging the bridge with the master for a master of wisdom the nature completely cooperates with him why because he is in connection with the universal master through his head center he is a connected one for a connected one nature cooperates for a non for for a one who is not connected nature does not cooperate only to ensure that you learn to connect to the master it's a game it's nature's game to push you towards the one master it keeps on troubling you so therefore fighting with nature is not a solution with all austere practices if you suppress your nature it springs back again <coughs> so to be friendly with one's own nature is what is originally intended and that what gemini represents as the twins the male and female as twins that's where for first time though it is known i did not speak all this years about lilith who did not want to who did not see adam really wise adam was not wise according to lilith because adam wanted to dominate therefore she left and she says she was contrary to adam we too as long as we have this instinct to dominate anything to dominate itself is 
a source from which trouble is created for you in you you can you can be friendly with everything and don't try to dominate anything when you are friendly the friendliness has its own magnetism the friendliness enables its own radiation and the friendliness leads you to accomplish the best of the bliss which i said is the purpose of the soul in incarnation by this by saying all this in 15 minutes i reviewed what is already said in the morning because review is always necessary in teaching because we are so good in forgetfulness we're so forgetful we we brush aside what is already received and try to look for something new but wisdom is building brick by brick you can't take away the earlier brick and build something on it something on it so therefore the the wisdom of friendliness shall have to be brought into our lives and try to be friendly with all that is surrounding you when you see all that surrounding you you see all around into objectivity but you exist in your cerebrospinal column and everything exterior to cerebrospinal column is already something outside of you around you is your nature around you is your nature within you and around you and your nature there is something around it's all it's all in your horizon so the proximate horizon is your nature then you have your neighbor then you have something as like that you have horizons built when i relate to someone who is sitting over there what am i doing i am building i being a center the person with whom i am relating to being a circumference i try to relate isn't it if i look at christine what is happening through the eyes she relates to me i relate to her in that there is a higher dimension that's how the compass is seen from center to circumference and the center she is circumference to me to her she is the center and i am circumference to her and we are in relation the wisdom of relation is what is called p the wisdom of relation is what is called p it's not just we have a compass and is set it and set the other leg make a circle and then draw a line between the center and the circumference don't limit your knowledge of p to the line that you draw from center to circumference that is dead wisdom that is dead wisdom that that what is p the relation of the center with the circumference isn't it but where does it exist it exists at every moment when we relate to something else when you relate to the divine in you you are the circumference and the divine is the center 
when you relate to your nature you are the center and your nature is the circumference to it when you relate to others the others become the circumference you are the center between you there is the the pi the, the radii forming the radius so through this radius do does light flow or something else flows does malice flow does joy flow may we transact light in terms of joy this is what we say like parrots isn't it so the parrots saying it parrots don't know what they say whatever we say they say isn't it we train parrots to say something they keep saying it they don't know what it is so also we say may the light may we transact light in terms of joy but where is the joy to unless there is the light seen unless there is the relation established as a right relation the beauty of gemini cannot be really explained in words the beauty of gemini without gemini there is no joy there is no bliss there is no happiness because all that happens only when one becomes two there should be a second person to relate to if you don't have a second person you have to be the second person and relate to the first person and you and be joyful you be in joy in a state of joy or bliss relating to the master in you or be in joyful state by relating to the nature in you or be happy relating to the people around you the forms around you in every way relating happens until you go to samadhi in samadhi you join the source from which you have come so there there is a, there is no such thing as experiencing when you are in samadhi there is no such thing as experiencing in samadhi that's why even seers would like to stay in the state of dhyana the seventh step of yoga is dhyana you stay in the state of dhyana and relate to the omnipresent one and derive the related joy if you join it there is no joy there is no more joy sometimes when in your relating with that the absolute you are drawn to it because essentially you are projected from that you are an offshoot of that so when you relate with it you join that and experience a state of non existence the individual soul disappears into the universal soul at that time there is no experience to experience what happens it it once again retraces to the to the state of agnya being in agnya they continue to relate to sahasrara and experience the the beauty of the omnipresent one and his thousand ways of doing things and his thousand colors and the, the sublime sounds it expresses and all that is happening in the universe is experienced by the cs by staying in the sixth center and relating to the seventh center or staying in the seventh state of yoga that is dhyana and relating to sahasrara
If there is a cake and you are there, you can experience the cake, isn't it? That's what we did before we come in. We entered the class. If you become cake, what happens? You cannot experience anymore. Can you? You are there, a sugar cube is there. When the sugar cube touches your tongue, you experience the sweetness of the sugar cube. But if the two become one, where is the experience? Where is the cake now? It is part of us now. Isn't it? The cake that we had before is no more there. It is now part of us. Can you now experience the cake? It has become part of us. Like that the individual soul, ultimately understanding the whole theme of things, would not like to get into samadhi. It would like to stay just on the other side of the threshold so that it can relate and derive continuously boundless joy because you are relating to something which is boundless. That's the beauty. So that's how relating has, is the beauty. Binding each other with relationship is ignorance. Don't bind. Friendship does not mean binding each other. Also in our marriage ritual at the end, if you remember well, we did so many marriage rituals here. The man and the lady say, we have become friends in life and in spirit. We have become friends in life and in spirit. Friends means the best definition of friend has come from Master C.V.V. Though the language has come from the English. Master C.V.V. said, friend means free end. You don't bind the other. There are no hooks. I don't hook you in the name of friendship. You don't hook me in the name of friendship. That's why friendliness is seen a better comprehension, a better state of comprehension than love. Love is also not mutual binding process. That I bind you with my love, you bind me with your love. is a bondage and it is not pure love. Love in its higher dimension transforms into friendliness. I let you live and I live myself. I live and I let you live. I let you relate to me and you let me to relate to you. And no bondages are developed. That is friendliness. So this kind of friendliness only Gemini provides. Don't say Gemini as a problem. Gemini is generally seen as a problem because Mercury is its lord. In the lower planes it can create lot of disputes, lot of misunderstandings. Lot of opinionating. We are all suffering from opinions about others, isn't it? Each one of us carry volumes of opinions about all others whom we 
relate to the isn't it as long as you live in opinion you are living in the lower side of mercury mercury is the matter which never fixes itself isn't it 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 is a catalyst that that transforms and is never consumed by the process it remains at all times after every chemical process mercury the metal can be recollected regathered isn't it it remains intact it it causes fusion it can also cause confusion in the name of a fusion of east and west if we continue to confuse each other <coughs> confusion is the lower dimension of mercury meaning in lower place mercury causes conflicts misunderstandings disputes and opinions judgments and uh, being critical in our understanding of others they are also part of mercury this is the lower side of mercury there is the higher side of mercury which enables you to relate exceedingly well exceedingly well as the higher side you can relate to anything and everything at a friendly level and continue to have an eternal relation an eternal relation the cosmic mercury cosmic mercury as we know in the west as cosmic michel and in the east is known as narada narada he is he moves in all the worlds in the most sublime worlds and in the most mundane and even infernal worlds with friendliness that's the beauty of mercury narada can visit the hell and be friendly with the lord of the hell the lord of the hell also is friendly with him <coughs> pluto is friendly with mercury with mercury all are friends because mercury has the distinct ability to relate in a manner by which there is a win win situation that's why in the puranas it is said narada visits the diabolics the diabolics receive him as a grand master the divine the angels also receive him as a very grand master the trinity also receive him with great interest because when he comes he brings joy he brings lot of information and he brings joy and he shares wisdom so many things that's why this is the only grand master who can visit every dimension of the creation beat first logos shiva beat the second logos vishnu beat third logos brahma beat the king of celestials beat the king of the diabolics beat the kings of king of serpents anywhere he is he can move he is friendly 
he shares joy and they share joy and everything is lifted up and then he moves on the show the the beauty of the sage narada is described in in puranas which would mean the sublime diamonds of mercury which is the lord of gemini the lord of gemini is mercury as you all know when you are awareness is in the inferior states you have always misunderstandings you have always conflicts you have always opinions you have a judgmental attitude about others you create problems <coughs> to yourself and to others that's the mercury which we are very familiar with isn't it but there is other mercury from the fourth plane onwards upwards though the mind carries mercury with it it only tries to use the faculty of the principle of mercury how to escape from a situation unhurt create problems and escape from the problems create disputes and escape from the disputes this is also mercury lower dimension of mercury as much as it creates problems create misunderstandings create distribute disputes so much it can also arbitrate and then reconcile disputes and resolve problems that's the beauty of mercury a good mercury is the best arbitrator because he is agreeable to both sides a good mercury is agreeable to both sides see as we say frequently three and four do not agree with each other three is triangular energy four is the energy of a square or a rectangle they have two different they are two different energies but mercury can relate and bring a a, a working solution to both of them because he shows the dimension of 12 in which three agree and four also agree. i think i am going fast no i forgot about the translators <laughs> yes but there is a lot of speech sometimes we get <laughs> so mercury he is the reconciler he is the arbitrator he is the best diplomat best diplomat he can join the two into one he can give working solutions to both he gives a win-win situation that's the beauty of lord of gemini in mercury in that is the beauty of mercury in the sun sign gemini so that is what is to be gained in gemini the higher dimension of gemini which enables you to synthesize while it also has the ability to analyze mercury can analyze well 
the one who can analyze well should also be able to synthesize well. For the lower mercury which we, the average humans carry with them, the lower mercury, meaning mercury in the mental plane, mercury in the emotional plane, mercury at the physical plane, if there are, it is troubleshooting mercury. I say one thing to one person, I say another thing to another person, and give two different views to two different persons, and then create a problem and they are quite enjoy it from a distance. <laughs> That's what is happening at the national level, isn't it? Why all these wars? Mostly on account of misunderstanding created. Problems created. We always say no problem, no problem, no problem. So why do you think of no problem unless there is a problem with you? <laughs> you just think when you say no problem, who said that there is a problem? If I say this candle is, the wax is dropping out and spoiling the floor, what is to be done? Is to be seen. To say no problem, I will do it. Why no problem? Beginning because we are very problematic. We the humans are essentially very problematic because we live in minds. Mind only knows how to divide, how to make a contrast, not compare. Mercury in Pisces enables comparing and seeing what is common. Why? Because Pisces, Jupiter prevails. In Gemini, Mercury is dangerous to the average human being who is mentally dominant. What is the solution to this Mercury which, which gives problems to us, which gives problems to the surroundings? Oh no! Don't talk to me of her. It's a problem, is it? Like, oh no, don't talk to me of him. Why? Why not? If there is a problem, it has to be solved. <coughs> mercury can only solve. But this Mercury can solve when it is in association with Jupiter. In association with Jupiter. Jupiter is available to Mercury in Sagittarius, the opposite sign. Jupiter is in the opposite sign of Gemini, Sagittarius. Jupiter is the teacher, is the teacher of wisdom. He gives expansion of consciousness. Association with the Jupiter, association with the teacher, or association with the master gives you an expanded consciousness and you see more. You see more. Earlier you were seeing just through a hole. And now you have a vision. That is what Jupiter enables. That is why for 
a man of mercury, meaning a man of mind, in so far as he relates to Jupiter, a, a teacher of wisdom, his consciousness is put to expansion and consequently the mercury gains the benefit of Jupiter and conducts in an excellent manner. <coughs> the skill of mercury and the wisdom of Jupiter should be together. The skill of mercury and the wisdom of Jupiter should be together. It's important. Whenever Mercury makes a good aspect with the Jupiter in the transit situation, it's a good time to gain wisdom. Jupiter is now in Virgo. Assuming that Mercury is in Taurus, it's a good situation to gain wisdom. Look for sextiles and trines between Mercury and Jupiter. They keep happening during the year. They keep happening during the year because Mercury is a fast-moving planet. Jupiter is a slow-moving planet. Jupiter is stable, <coughs> wise, isn't it? The wise ones are stable. They do not falter as much as the Mercury falters. So Mercury can get into a trine, can also get into a sextile, with Jupiter, and then can again get into a sextile and to a trine, and sometimes to an opposition, which is a good relation. Opposition in astrology, mundane, is said to be a dangerous situation. But an opposition enables you to see very clearly the other dimension. <laughs> I have learned one good word in Spanish, which I like so much. Face to face. Kara akara. Face to face. When you are face to face, you see the face better. Isn't it? If he is with you, you don't see. Proximity is a problem. You fall into the shade. That's why teacher tends to be at a distant side so that the student sees better. Grow very proximate to the teacher, you fall into the shade of the teacher. Don't see the teacher anymore. That's the, that's the problem. When teacher is too proximate, there is no more relating to the wisdom of the teacher. Because the student falls into the shade of the teacher and doesn't learn. No prophet is recognized in his own land. Why such a big statement? <laughs> the proximate person can never experience the wisdom of an adept. He falls into the shade. Once a student asked a teacher, what is Kali Yuga? Once a student asked the teacher, what is Kali Yuga? The student is an aspirant because he relates to a teacher. The teacher smiled and said, It is groping for light in the shadow of the lamp. It is groping for light in the shadow of the lamp. See, the flame gives light all around, but down under it has a shape. Isn't it? 
So what is it that we do? We are we crave for wisdom, but we get into the shadow of part of the lamp and do not relate to wisdom. That's why conjunction is not so well seen. Jupiter Mercury conjunction is not well seen. Jupiter Mercury opposition is well seen. It, it can happen in your progress horoscope. And if you already have in your birth chart, you are very lucky. But if you don't have it in your birth chart, you don't have to worry. Because <laughs> progression helps. Your personal chart, progression helps. If that does all, if it is at a distant time, the transit chart always helps. The transit chart. So do we see the angles that the Jupiter and Mercury make with each other? Do we? If we do see, we are occult students. If we don't see, we are not. The topic being occultism, sometimes I touch upon it. All that I speak to you in the West is nothing but occultism. Just because a topic was sought from me, I got a mail, Master, please give, give a theme to the... We know you, what you, you speak what comes, but give a theme. <laughs> so my Mercury immediately jumped and said, say occultism. Everything, all that I speak to you is, other in the class, is occultism. The hidden things are spoken, that's why the moment we jump out of class, everything is forgotten. They get re-hidden. That's the best. The best part of wisdom is, it is with us when we relate to it, and it is it gets hidden the moment you stop relating. So let us not grow for too much familiarity with the teacher. is dangerous in the sense, you relate to the personality of the teacher more than relating to the soul that transmits light. It happens. It happened to many. It's good to see the sun from here. It's not so good to go near him. Isn't it? It burns. Nearer to the sun it burns. Farther to the sun, oh, beautiful. If there is some, some kind of white cloth, it is still very agreeable. Isn't it? So coming back to the theme, Mercury in relation with Jupiter can stabilize its quicksilver aspect. Mercury is called quicksilver. It is so quick. That's why it is compared in the Vedic symbolism to the to rat. Mercury is symbolized by rat, which is very skillful. It is dexterous in escaping from situations, <laughs> isn't it? It's a timid thing. Rat is a very timid animal. Imagine humans who are afraid of rat. Isn't it? In the, in the, the more we are civilized, the more we are afraid of rats, cockroaches, mosquitoes, flies. We are afraid of everything. That means we are even worse than rats. Rat is the timidest of animals because it runs away the moment it sees anything. 
He sees any being, it runs away and hides in a hole, rat hole. And it's not easy to catch it. That's where this, all the comedy has come from Disney world, you know. Mickey Mouse. <coughs> it's not easy for the cat to catch the rat. Every time the rat wins and we are also happy when the rat wins. So this cat has to be fixed. The cat of Gemini, no, the rat of Gemini has to be fixed by the elephant of Jupiter. In Veda, Jupiter is symbolized by the elephant head. Elephant head. When the rat relates to the elephant, the elephant has different dimension, isn't it? It has different strength. It has different gait. It is seemingly slow but not slow. When it walks or when it runs, it makes very long strides. The cat cannot catch up. Jupiter is seemingly slow but is faster than Mercury. He is a he presents contraries with him. He is seemingly slow, but he is so fast in his perception. Even before the other perceives him, he would have perceived the other. Just by look, he perceives everything. That's stupid. By looks. So relating to Jupiter, Mercury gains the energies of Jupiter. That's why Jupiter, who is the lord of Sagittarius, shall have to be necessarily related to when you are transiting with Gemini, in Gemini. And moon brings the best energies of Sagittarius. Any sign, in that sign when full moon happens, he gives the best energies of it. Now you see that we have sun in Gemini, moon moving into Sagittarius. He must have already moved today. What is happening? He brings the energies of Sagittarius to supplement the energies of Gemini where there is a bridging of Mercury and Gemini, the two houses. This house of Mercury and the house of Sagittarius are in marriage around Gemini full moon. What more you need? What more you need? That's why I always say, not all can be said in books. You may write books. This is esoteric astrology. There is spiritual astrology coming from two grand masters. But then again, astrology which I speak, not that I, I boast myself, it is coming from somewhere to for your benefit. Isn't it? You don't say this kind of thing in the books. That only shows us that wisdom is endless. Jnana manantam. Satyam jnana manantam brahma. Like that there is a statement. Truth is limitless or boundless. Jnana, wisdom is boundless. Ananta meaning there is no... You can say now it's over. 
You can, you can never say that now the wisdom is complete. We can never say. So that is where you have Ganesha and his vehicle as rat. The Vedic symbolism, you have Ganesha, the cosmic Jupiterian principle, and then the rat as its vehicle. We know rat is skillful, but how skillful should Ganesha be to move on a rat? Did you ever imagine this? Many people in India, they say, how could this huge figure move upon such a small thing as a rat? That question comes. That's the skill of Jupiter which is much more skillful than Mercury. Imagine that you take to your toy car and travel from Arayos to Candlestick. Arayos, our friend Mikhail and Rosa traveled. <coughs> In a very small car into which you don't fit, an elephant's one leg doesn't fit over the back of a rat, isn't it? But an elephantine energy moving with a mercurial energy, how much skillful should be the rider? So therefore, do not compare any planet, the wisdom of any planet with that of Jupiter. Jupiter is Jupiter, that's it. Jupiter is Jupiter, he is uncomparable. No other planets should compare with Jupiter. That's why the scriptures also say, don't compare yourself with the teacher. Don't compare yourself with the teacher, relate to the teacher. Don't weigh shoulder to shoulder with the teacher. Don't do it. He is too big, he is apparently small. He is apparently small. There can be a very short teacher, but <laughs> his wisdom is boundless. In fact, I wrote one a caption coming from Master Kutumi. The, the dwarfed ones are more intelligent ones. More intelligent. So therefore, this combination of Jupiter-Mercury accomplishes everything. Jupiter is, the, the, the seat of Jupiter in you is Sahasrara. That's the master. As a planet energy we call it Jupiter. But he is called in Sanskrit Guru. Guru. Guru means the biggest one. Who is the biggest in creation? The master of universe is the biggest one. It is He who comes down as Brahma, it is who comes down as Vishnu, it is He who comes down as Shiva, Guru Brahma, Guru Vishnu, Guru Devo, Maheshwara. Verily, He is that, that as Trinity. So, that is what we have to understand when you think of Jupiter. You are speaking of the biggest one, the great. 
హీస్ హీస్ గురు హీస్ ది మాస్టర్ బృహస్పతి దర్ టూ నేమ్స్ గివెన్ ఇన్ సాన్స్క్రిట్ వన్ ఈజ్ బృహస్పతి అనదర్ ఈజ్ గురు గురు ఈజ్ అగైన్ ఎ బీటన్ వర్డ్ అండ్ దెర్ ఆర్ సమ్ మిస్కన్సెప్షన్స్ అబౌట్ ది వర్డ్ గురు హిజ్ ఎ గురు ఆల్రెడీ దెర్ ఇస్ సమ్ కైండ్ ఆఫ్ సర్కాసం when you speak of someone ah he is a guru you know like that it's unfortunate but that's how we have we 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 over use every word and make him and then spoil the very the energy related just like we have yoga tea yoga tea yoga pizza యోగా కేక్ యోగా టీషర్ట్ యూ యూ హ్యావ్ టు బి యోగి టీ డజంట్ హ్యావ్ టు బి కేక్ డజంట్ హ్యావ్ టు యూ హ్యావ్ టు బి యోగి సో వి యూ సో మెనీ వర్డ్స్ దట్ వే సో బృహస్పతి ఈజ్ అనదర్ నేమ్ మీనింగ్ పతి మీన్స్ మాస్టర్ బృహ మీన్స్ expansive expansive how expansive we don't know how expansive that expansiveness you cannot you can only get lost in it you cannot measure it so that is the reason why whenever you relate to gemini you have to relate to sagittarius also so germany coming to today in the afternoon we are getting more of mercury isn't it i told you in the morning that i'll explain to you about the five airs that work in us that's where we concluded the morning session and i quickly narrated some names bhima bakasura duryodhana kichaka jarasandha the tham the thing came out with the principle of jarasandha i said i'll explain it elaborately in the afternoon but as i came in and started talking for one hour it's all about relating the part the activity of relating is pi please note that the activity of relating is pi if you are not able to relate well even if you have volumes of wisdom in your head it means nothing it means nothing you should be able to relate well know that when you come to when you recollect pi recollect the wisdom of relating <coughs> i know the value of pi and all that leave it even if you know the value of pi 21 plus divided by 7 etc etc it only causes more headache and it is not divisible it keeps on giving series of repeated numbers isn't it what is the value of p in english they say pi we say pythagoras in english 
while it is Pythagoras. So everything is, it's a matter of pronunciation. So P, the value of P is the value in relating. This you don't get it from the books. It comes by itself if it wants. That's the beauty of wisdom. We all belong to wisdom and the wisdom doesn't belong to any. This is the fundamental. If wisdom is willing to be favorable to you, it flows through you. And wisdom becomes favorable to you when you have developed good relation with the Jupiter in you. The Jupiter in you presides over your Sahasrara. Mercury in you presides over your throat center, which is Gemini. <coughs> That's why Jupiter is said to be exalted in Pisces. He has places in Cancer and also in Sagittarius. Jupiter is relevant in Cancer. Jupiter is relevant in Sagittarius. Jupiter is relevant in Pisces. Pisces, Jupiter, Virgo, Mercury is also an excellent combination. You see how in Zodiac there is such excellent bridges built. Virgo is also presided by Mercury. Pisces is presided by Jupiter. There is a relating on a face-to-face basis. Gemini in Mercury, Jupiter in Sagittarius, it's a face-to-face relating. By that you develop excellent relation. Excellent relation. Hence, in the month, the, the month of Gemini should be dedicated to relate to the wisdom of Jupiter, which culminates into a full moon and later, at the end, culminates into experiencing the bliss of wisdom in your own bosom in Cancer. This relation with Gemini, with the Jupiter, by Mercury, enables in the subsequent month, in the month of Cancer, to draw the Master or the Jupiter nearer to your heart. Jupiter in Cancer is the most comfortable situation. That means he has come to reside with you to reside in you, to walk with you, to move along with you, to talk, to walk, to to give a helping hand in everything that you do. That's how we need to see the, the, the culmination of Gemini into which we are. We are in the culminating days of Gemini, where the first leg of Punarvasu prevails. The next three legs prevail in Cancer, followed by Pushyami, where you shine forth with the wisdom of Jupiter. Pushyami is said to be the most exquisite gem on the hood of a cobra. After Pushyami, you have Asalesha, the great serpent. In Cancer, there are three dimensions. 
ఫస్ట్ పార్ట్ ఈజ్ ది మాస్టర్ డిసెండింగ్ ఇన్ టు యూ సెకండ్ పార్ట్ ఈజ్ యు ఆర్ షైనింగ్ ఫోర్ బికాస్ ది మాస్టర్ ఇస్ విత్ యూ ఇట్స్ నాట్ యువర్ షైన్ ఇట్ ఈస్ హిస్ షైన్ ఎక్స్ప్రెస్ యాజ్ యువర్ షైన్ ఇఫ్ యు మిస్ దీస్ టూ కాన్సులేషన్స్ ఇన్ ది థర్డ్ కాన్సులేషన్ ఆఫ్ క్యాన్సర్ విచ్ ఈస్ కాల్డ్ ఆస్లేషన్ there is the dragon this great serpent with the mouth wide open with the mouth wide open if you fall into it until the first constellation of sagittarius the head of the dragon he is in cancer its tip of the tail he is in sagittarius where you have moola Mula means corner, Mula Dhara. So you are engulfed by a great serpent and you keep on crawling on the ground, meaning only relating to matter all the time. Also then and predominantly we are crawling beings. <laughs> Though we have a vertical spine, our orientations are predominantly materialistic bothering about the daily food and the activities that gives you good food good comfort good house good facilities all working for material nothing else speaking wisdom but working for material you are busy isn't it it's so busy you know how can you do other things i'm busy with matter people are so busy with matter and they get into the illusion that they are with wisdom wisdom enables you to rise vertically from being horizontal to vertical stay vertical and relate to wisdom walk on the surface of matter but not crawl on it crawling is inevitable once you miss these dimensions the first quarter of the year the first quarter of the year concludes with gemini isn't it 90 days 90 days from aries to end of gemini it is 90 days if you carry the wisdom and stay like pushyami the shining one the rest of the nine months you walk like a king otherwise you become a hunter we are all hunters hunting for food hunting for personal comforts hunting for bodily requirements we we read the occult meditations this hunter has to become the king for him to become the king the time offers certain opportunities that is why mostly in all this 29 including this year 30 years all these 30 years we met 
in the month of Gemini. Only to consolidate the wisdom in us so that we stand vertical and walk like kings upon the planet, but not crawl like the serpents. So for that reason, we are discussing, are elaborating upon some of these dimensions of Gemini. Don't just relate to Gemini. Don't just relate to Mercury. Mercury is dangerous unless it is associated with Jupiter. If you are asked to open a school, open a school of Jupiter-Mercury. Don't just open a Mercury school. Just Mercury has no direction. <coughs> Jupiter-Mercury is an excellent combination. There is the skill, the skillful presentation of wisdom. Not only presentation of wisdom, skillful application of wisdom. You need the skill to apply wisdom. Otherwise you make wrong application of wisdom. Wisdom is okay, but applied in wrong places. When a good food is served, wisdom tells you that this is all illusion and all that. <laughs> you cannot experience the good food that is given. It is wrong application of wisdom. It is true that all is illusion, but in relating you get the joy. So where do you apply the wisdom is a question. The skill comes from Mercury, but don't think that Jupiter doesn't have it. Anything. Oh, the master, what does he know? He knows not. We have to guide him. The master lets sit. Sitting in Kumbhakonam, people thought, what is it that he does? He says it becomes global, etc., etc. There were about seven persons who came for the first day when he gave initiation on the Mekal. And later it reduced to five or three, sometimes nobody came. <laughs> and for the few who came, he used to say, this energy will become global. It goes, it grows global. It, it is an expansive energy. It is an interpenetrating energy. It will transform so many things on the planet. When he was saying like that, and he was not moving anywhere except be, being in Kumbhakonam. Is it not a skill that you have moved and you are seen as non-moving? You are seemingly non-moving, but you have not only moved all over the globe, but also started moving the globe. Moving the globe. That's the kind of energy. Is it not a skill? It's a great skill. All that is with all other planets as specialities, they all culminate into Jupiter. Please note that. All culminate into Jupiter. He is, he is 
excellent in detail he is also excellent in general <clears throat> he can be very permeating he can be very pointing very point you can't say a jupiter has no saturn abilities don't say that jupiter is the most rounded up energy it's a master energy in which all other is are included <coughs> a master wisdom is a master of the all the planetary energies otherwise he is not he, he, you cannot say he has, he has the master so that's the dimension of another dimension of gemini that is one one dimension which i spoke in the afternoon is the p relating to relate in a manner by which the one who whom you relate to and you are both are happy that is the culmination of relating and that wisdom comes from jupiter therefore jupiter has figured into our talk mercury by itself cannot do it jupiter does this synthesis <coughs> jupiter does this synthesis so then again i come to jarasandha with this background but again we have not enough time to do it <laughs> so jarasandha gets postponed to tomorrow but i will nevertheless introduce him today for the second time <coughs> jarasandha exists in us in our vital body as the pulsating principle in the vital body gemini exists as our pulsating principle in the mental body it is mercury see gemini sun sign is there in every layer of our body conducting different functions it is so with every sun sign at the on the physical plane in the physical body gemini stands for vocal cords this everyone knows in the vital plane it represents the pulsating principle in us in the mental plane it is it functions as discrimination of mercury which which enables you to compare and contrast compare and contrast you can make a comparison you make you can bring the contrast you can see what is common what is uncommon all this mental exercise mercury enables you to conduct because it has the faculty of discriminating it can also discriminate what is permanent what is temporary isn't it this is temporary stay here for us this means staying in this class <laughs> staying in this class is the temporary thing immediate temporary thing staying in the group life in candlestick is also a temporary thing 
staying in this body is also a temporary thing. See how dimensional change in relation to temporary. Staying on the planet is also temporary for the soul. So in different dimensions, Mercury gives different understanding. So therefore, it gives you the ability to discriminate what is temporary, what is permanent. If for some time you don't get Wi-Fi, you don't have to get worried. Where we stay, there is no Wi-Fi. It's okay for three days. That's how Mercury helps you. Mercury gives you the dimension of okay, it's temporary. No? There are people in India, it's amazing. I mean, from time to time we meet them. If a wife and husband are in total discord with each other, yet they live together, when you speak to them, they say, it's okay for this life. <laughs> because this life is also temporary. What a wisdom. Why change for nothing? It's there with you, in your nature, that you have to live with such a thing. Stay with it. Is also an aspect of discrimination. We do not see that this is Mercury. So mental plane, Mercury gives the ability to discriminate. And then vital plane, it deals with the pulsating principle that moves in the vertical manner in us and binds us. The left and right is bound by it. The left and right. We have five pulsations. There is a pulsation which permeates the whole body. It is called Vyana. Many times it was explained. I will try to introduce tomorrow. I will elaborate. There is the Vyana principle which permeates the whole body. That air, without, which is with that air, you have the prana moving everywhere into every part of body. It is like Akasha. Then there is Udana which moves vertically. And then there is prana, the inhaling prana. Apana, the exhaling one. The exhaling prana, the inhaling prana, they can be equilibrated in you, which is called samana prana. Prana, inhalation, apana, exhalation, samana, which is important to enter into by neutralizing prana-apana. Prana-apana tend to be secondary, samana becomes prominent. <coughs> that is what happens in the fourth state of yoga, that is pranayama. Thereafter, from samana, there is, from pranayama you get into pratyahara meaning you are drawn upwards. You are drawn upwards towards the very source of your being. 
that is conducted by the fourth pulsation which is udana it's just pulsating principle that keeps moving in your column from muladhara to sahasra then there is the fifth one which all is all permeated there is inhalation called prana exhalation called apana and samana which is the equilibrium of prana and apana then budana the fourth one which enables to move up and down at will at will and then there is samana which is all permeating in you which is the basis for all other other four vyana vyana is the permeating air or prana which is the basis for all the other four so vyana can be even without all these four in the order of importance even if prana and apana are neutralized you still have samana samana is taken over by udana udana is an expression of vyana it's all given in a small para and by master jalpur in the book on letters on occult meditation or white magic this is small para so these are the five pranic principles functioning with the help of air air belongs to gemini this fourth air which we call gemini air gemini air is the pulsating principle that moves up and down that is the air of yoga that is the air of yoga bring prana and apana breathing in breathing out breathing in breathing out is preliminary in yoga it is not yoga it leads to a state where you have neutralized the state of prana and apana as samana samana which is the third air or prana leads you to the fourth air which is udana that is the air of yoga <coughs> it moves in the vertical of you it moves in the vertical of you up and down that is the one that keeps the left and right in good bondage in good friendliness let us not use bondage it keeps the left in you the right in you in good friendliness that is where it is said to be the yogic prana that is what jarasandha is it is superior to the three other pranas but is inferior to vyana is it leads you to vyana and once you reach your forehead thereafter you take to a higher bridge and enter into vyana where all other four take to insignificant role this concept this principle which exists in creation is explained beautifully by vedavyasa by narrating relating it with the help of the five muslim bhima bhima 
జరాసంధ అంతేన్న బకాసుర కీచక దుర్యోధన స్టోరీ కెన్ బి ఎక్స్ప్లెయిన్ బట్ టు యూ ఫర్ ఎ ఫెమిలియర్ స్టూడెంట్ ఆఫ్ మహాభారత ఇట్ కెన్ బి ఎక్స్ప్లెయిన్ ఈజిలీ బట్ ఫర్ యూ టు ఎక్స్ప్లెయిన్ టు యూ ఐ హ్యావ్ టు స్పీక్ అబౌట్ ఈచ్ వన్ ఆఫ్ దెమ్ ఇట్ విల్ కన్స్యూమ్ ది హోల్ సెమినార్ నెవర్ ది లెస్ టుమారో ఐ విల్ స్పీక్ టు యూ అబౌట్ ఇట్ థ్యాంక్ యూ సో మచ్ నో యూ హ్యావ్ టైమ్ ఫైవ్ మినిట్స్ టైమ్ టు క్విక్లీ డూ యువర్ జాబ్స్ అండ్ కమ్ బ్యాక్ జాయిన్ ది క్లాస్ ఫర్ ది ప్రేయర్ థ్యాంక్ యూ